Field Notes brand, USA-made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrands.com or 400 North May in Chicago. It is the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast, featuring interviews with the premier artists and industry in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast at dynastypodcast.com. This week, Macy Stewart and Seema Cunningham of Ohm. Here's how that sounds. I'm Black here for Dynasty Podcast, and I am here with Seema Cunningham and Macy Stewart from Um. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really good, man. I'm glad that we got to uh, meet up. I'm glad you guys came out here on a Saturday night. Um, you know, we were just talking before the mic. Uh, Macy, the last time you and I actually like saw each other slash like chatted was a Lollapalooza interview. <laughs> what year was that? That was for kids these days, but like I think that might have been 2011 or 20. I think 2011. It was. I think it was the summer after we graduated high school. <laughs> okay, that's crazy. So like both the year and then the accompanying statement, those both made me yeah. feel really old. <laughs> um, but that's awesome. So you guys have this project. It's called Um. We're going to talk about that. Ohm. 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 Yes. It's called Ohm. <laughs> Apologies. Um, and there's a lot going on. I always say that in my interviews, but there's a lot going on with you guys. But um, let's kind of start out with some background. How did the two of you guys first connect? I, I feel like I probably could guess the answer, but how did you guys first connect and kind of take us into the origin of this band? Well, me and Seema met in high school. She's actually the reason... I was ever in kids these days. <laughs> um, she heard me singing like in the school musical <laughs> and then told Liam, who was her brother and was also in kids these days, that um, you should talk to me about being in the band. So that was kind of how me and Seema knew each other a little bit. And then over the last couple of years, sometimes I sing in her band. And then, yeah, just went from there. Hang out all the time. <laughs> yeah, we... Uh... Yeah, I'm a couple years older than Macy. Macy and my brother are the same age. And, um, and yeah, we sort of, I moved back to Chicago about uh, two and a half years ago now. I was living in New York, went to school out there. Um, and uh, when I came back, you know, obviously that we were all kind of part of this big scene and Marrow was getting started. And, and, um, and me and my brother uh, are roommates, and we live in this house where like a lot of music goes on. And so, it just it was a really great collaborative atmosphere. And me and Macy had been singing together a lot, and we'd sung together on a couple uh, different projects. Like we we sang backup for um, Chance the rapper, a couple shows that he did, and we'd been singing on some stuff, you know, some of his music projects and we just sang together on some of the surf stuff and um so we'd just been doing that for like a bunch of different you know in a bunch of different instances and we were like hey we kind of were both interested in exploring guitar a little bit further and experimenting and we were like our voices sound really good together we like it's easy and um it's easy for us to do that part and we were, we were just interested, I think, in like the same challenge right around the same time. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, let's, let's try this. It'll be fun <laughs> and adventure. So. Well, and it's, I mean, it sounds like you guys have just known each other forever and you've had all these kind of like intersections where, aside from knowing each other, you know, professionally, your musical paths crossed. Um, what were the goals for starting this particular project that maybe weren't being, you know, uh, wasn't something that you were already pursuing in any of the other things you guys were doing? Mm -hmm. Well, 
my main instrument and Seema's main instrument is keyboards. Um, Seema has played guitar a little longer than me, <laughs> but um, I, I really wanted a band where I could explore on the guitar and not feel like I was holding, holding people back or holding myself back by um, like, I don't know, being afraid to play things. And um, Seema was really interested in experimenting with guitar too. And um, we've been hanging around this place called Constellation a lot. There's a lot of really awesome uh, musicians, like free improvisational stuff goes on there, a lot of new music. And um, so we were kind of inspired by that and wanted to just go with it. Yeah, now you mentioned Constellation, and why do you do that? I was looking at, you know, the Morrow um, Facebook page, you know, the, this band's like, and I kept seeing Constellation, Constellation, Constellation. What is that? Where is that? Um, take us into kind of, what this space is and what kind of role it plays in Chicago. Well, yeah, I, I work there, so uh, I, Constellation opened up. Um, it was opened by Mike Reed, who is a musician, and he also runs the Pitchfork Music Festival. And Little festival called little maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, and so I've been working for Mike for a number of years. I worked for him while I was in college as well on in during the summers and um and so he opened this place up because he'd been putting together these series. You know, he ran had this umbrella music series that he did with a couple other improvisers and organizers and um that was taking place at these different venues, the hideout and elastic and um and the hungry brain. And so he decided to open up Constellation in what was formerly the Viaduct Theater and turned it into this really incredible space in Lynx Hall, which is a really, you know, a very long, long time staple of sort of the performance and dance and uh, perform performance art scene, I would say. They're, they're a really great organization. They moved in there um, with Constellation, and he's just been, I think, you know, booking really amazing shows. Um, I've started booking my own series there called I Hear Voices, which happens on the last Monday of every month. And, um, and yeah, it's just a really great scene. There's, a, there's another series every Wednesday night, um, Sound of the City Workshop, that features um, improvisers, and Macy actually played that. Yeah. Some violin and voice stuff. <laughs> so Macy, Macy was part of that series recently, and it's just a cool place. It's you know, it's in our it's in our neighborhood, and you know, we have friends who <laughs> who who work there, and it's it's just a fun place. And there's a lot of really great, talented people of multiple generations. So a lot of people to like learn from and be inspired by, and yeah. Nice. Now, you know, something that's happening with the band is you guys have a record that's coming out, you know, kind of the details seem a little bit vague. It's like spring-ish. I don't know if there's a name of the record. What can you tell us about the new album coming from... Um, Om. Om. Yes. Om, yes. It's a, it's, a, it's a French word. It's a, it's a French word. So I think, you know, technically We're some probably, people would pronounce probably. it Om. <laughs> Om is like how you... But we, we say Om, so... Okay. Um, the record's self-titled as well. It's also called Ohm. Yeah. <laughs> the the record is self-titled. Um, we're we're being a little intentionally vague about when it's coming out um, because I think that we are just trying to figure out exactly what we want to do with it. Um, mm -hmm. I think for a little while we were like, let's just throw let's do it, do it, <laughs> and we we kind of that's how we recorded it. You know, we recorded it very very quickly. Um, in uh, I have a recording studio in my basement called Fox Hall, and um, our friend Dorian Gehring 
produced and recorded it, recorded it for us. Um, and it was really fun. It felt like a really like, you know, organic, let's just do this. Totally. This is how we sound. But I think now we're just, we're just trying to be a little thoughtful about what we do with it and maybe not just kind of, we, we both self-released a lot of records. Yeah. So. And, and we don't want it to get lost in the, in the ether. And it's very easy for that to happen on the internet now. Like it's very yeah. easy for something to happen, um, and then an hour later you're just like, oh, you're still talking about that new Drake mixtape that dropped like this morning. You know, like why are you living in the past? Yeah. So, uh, so something that I read in conjunction with you know kind of your strategy for this band, the way you're approaching it, is the quote: "The music doesn't have to sound perfect; it just needs to be honest." Kind of what does that mean? Where did that come from? Bring us into kind of how that's a motto for the band. Once again, you know, guitar is not our main instrument. And um, we, we came at it um, just trying to make something interesting and really just trying to play it in a way that felt right to us. And, you know, sometimes we attempt things and don't quite get it. But I, I feel like the music always comes from, it comes from the heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's it really it comes from an important place in both of us and um, yeah I mean we we don't want to make anything that isn't true to ourselves yeah and I think we wanted to like I think we wanted to challenge ourselves to really try anything and also I think we you know ultimately what I, you know, I think the concept for the band is different a little than little bit than how it actually, you know, seem is portrayed to an audience. Like, mm -hmm. I think that, you know, in in our heads, you know, we we were like coming at it from a totally improvisational place, but we yeah. definitely wrote songs. Yeah, so it's yeah. like so it's yeah. it's, it's not freeform jazz. I'm not it's trying not, to like imply. No, 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 it's not freeform jazz. But still, I think like. What was what was exciting and cool about it is that there's like a really interesting, um, you know, patchwork of influences that are back there, including freeform jazz, including um, you know, I think both of us after this, uh, well, yeah, definitely Nirvana, but there's also like a fair amount of I think Irish influence <laughs> because me and Macy both like grew up playing and singing Irish music. And it never comes out. Unless the two of us are together. <laughs> I think you're going to say drunk. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, that may be too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that, like, uh, the guitar just felt very much like an instrument that we didn't know the ins and outs of, and mm -hmm. therefore that allowed us a lot of freedom, compared to keyboards where it's like, all right, I'm going to... We know we exactly what this is going to sound like when we do this. Right. Yeah, with guitar, it's like, this might be cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, yeah, me and Macy have, like, you know, keyboard styles that we've been essentially playing in for over a decade. Mm -hmm. But with guitar, it was... Something totally new. Yeah. So we're still kind of discovering, like, what exactly yeah. we're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's constantly evolving. Well, you know, something else I saw is that you guys are performing live in Brooklyn later this month, later in April. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw you've also done some dates a couple times, I believe. So, you know, how is the live band coming together? Is it as kind of loose and, and freeform as, you know, it sounds on the record or, or take us into that? It is not, I don't know. 
There are some oh. parts where we let it go. Yeah, there, there are some parts where we let it, yeah, and where we definitely try and allow for space and kind of weirdness on stage uh, and uh, have fun with that. Actually, you know, that's kind of one of our, our initial performances all happened at Constellation, Constellation. <laughs> which, which I think put us in a context where we felt like it was a little bit safer to, like, why not, yeah. you know, try <laughs> something, which mm -hmm. was which was great. Um, and we played some other shows, and um, we played a fun show at the hideout with this great um, Irish, musician. Irish musician. What was her name? Lisa O'Neill. Lisa O'Neill. Yeah. And, um, and uh, wait, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, the way that we play live, oh. we'll see. We'll see if. <laughs> Um, the way we play live is with just the two of us and guitar and electric guitars. Um, on the record, though, we we played all the instruments except for we had some guitars done by our friend Jeff Parker. But um, we played all the instruments, including drums. So some of the songs have drums on them, but um, we don't do that live. So that's that's a big difference, I think, between yeah. what the record would so be. What, what did that guy in Beloit say? Like... Oh, he said that we play rhythmically, like there was just like, oh no, it wasn't, <laughs> sorry. He he said that even though we don't have drums and don't have like, you know, your typical full band, there's still energy to it. It doesn't feel like it's dead at any point, which I think that, is important. And that's kind of the feedback we've gotten from people is that like, it feels like a burst of raw energy. And people have been responding to it really, you know, it, We're constantly it, surprised. Yeah, no, I mean, especially it really started as like, fun, let's do this. Fun. It's fun, you know. Like we know that, you know, not to sound big-headed, but we know that we can sound good singing harmony with each other. And we, so we kind of wanted to like, you know, kind of a disrupt dichotomy that. Yeah. Yeah. between between the two. You know, so for both of you guys coming from so many different projects and so much of a musical background, is this just really like an awesome? chance to really cast out a lot of the expectations, a lot of the structure, and just kind of like, for lack of a better word, just do what you want. Yeah, totally. Are we allowed to swear? Yes, please, I encourage you. <laughs> it's a podcast. Our, we, were, we joked around about our motto being, fuck it, because. <laughs> because. <laughs> like, that's, you know, that's what we do. I mean, if, if there's like, yeah, if we have an idea, mm -hmm. it's not like, no, I don't think that would sound quite good there. You know, we're like, fuck it, let's do it and yeah. see what happens. I think our, our, our <laughs> we have another really great motto, which oh, is yeah. that <laughs> our, our other motto, motto is uh, we're a great drummer. <laughs> because cause on the record, me and Macy said fuck it and decided to play the drums, play our own drums. Play our own drums and we did it by setting up a drum set, basically we shared a bass drum and then just set up two drum sets like on either side of the bass drum and just went nuts. And Together we are, we, and yeah, and so that's all the drums on the record. And <laughs> while they are far from perfect, I think five individual drummers that are all fantastic, that are all wonderful and who we love have all been really into it. So that's really exciting. I think, I think our biggest fans are drummers, which is really, <laughs> Funny to us. So I mean this as as praise. I don't mean this like because I don't want you guys to take offense. Yeah. The first thing that comes to my head when you're talking about this, I'm like, oh, like Slipknot, <laughs> like you know, because of the dual drummers. Hell yeah! 
Yeah, we're we're kind of like Slipknot. We're like, yeah. yeah. It's our closest comparison, I think, would be Slipknot. R I Y L Slipknot. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. When people hear this record, they're gonna be like, "The fuck is he talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so I'm really interested because the two of you obviously have a lot of background in the Chicago music community. What is it like to really come from such a tight knit scene, or maybe tight knit's not even necessarily the right word, but such a at least a known scene now, whether you want to call it save money or if it's something that's kind of bigger than that label, for lack of a better word, people have really latched on to this, I think, younger scene in Chicago. Well, I think, I think it's definitely bigger than that. Um, I mean, right now, at least the way it seems to me is like a lot of the hip hop is what's really being, you know, that's what the light is being shined on. Um, you know, it's the hip hop scene is like kind of the big thing coming out of Chicago. And then there's also like, I think right behind that is like the garage rock scene with like Twin Peaks and, you know, Orwell's and the boxers and stuff. But um, I don't know. I feel like there's still such a wealth of untapped <laughs> like creativity, like people, there's so much stuff going on that the world has yet to hear. Like there's this awesome band called Grandkids. That's great, but you know, I don't think it's really gotten out too far beyond Chicago and they're like awesome. And there's just like a lot of other great rock musicians and everything that, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. And I think that like, it's, it's certainly interesting and it's like notable for me. I mean, I, you know, I came from New York where obviously, you know, there's a scene, I mean, it's New York, um, but it's very different from here, here. um, I think, it's a lot, uh, there's just a, a real kind of culture of, of first of all, like, um, excellence. Like, people are, uh, yeah, especially, especially for everyone who grew up in, you know, in the city together. You know, we've all known each other. I, like, took piano lessons with um, five guys who all ended up becoming professional musicians. <laughs> like, two of them are in the Omai's. Mm-hmm. Um, another great group. Yeah, another great group. Mm-hmm. Oh my's. I mean, I, yeah, I was playing. Yeah, and Max Kasich, who you you just recorded on his new. Oh thing, yeah, right? I played on. He has a new group called Whitney, and I did some violins. I think I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, he used to be in the Smith Westerns. Right. And it's, That's why I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I, I did some violin on his stuff, but they sound great. Yeah. Also. <laughs> and it's interesting to me because it's like. I think right now, coming from Chicago, quote unquote, mm-hmm. being a Chicago act of any kind in music, especially like on the younger side of the spectrum, people want to latch on to that. It's a hip thing right now mm-hmm. for a lot of blogs, a lot of scenes, a lot of like all that kind of thing. They want to be like, oh, this group's related to, you know, we all know, yeah. like certain yeah. artists, like through this degree of separation. Do you do you kind of get that feeling where it's like, oh, Chicago's, you know, like so-and-so, they're related to these people, they know these people, were like, is that kind of the labeling that people put on it? Certainly, I yeah. think that we definitely, you know, I mean, Macy obviously a little bit more than me because I... <laughs> my, yeah, my whole life, well, not whole life, but like, <laughs> so I was like, the girl who was in kids these days, and it's like, okay. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it is, it's cool. <laughs> there were a number of years though where I'm sure Dave Grohl was the drummer from Nirvana. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it has to be that way that, you know, that's how people relate yeah. to things. If you just like said my name, nobody would know. 
That's not true. That's not true. Yeah, and people, I mean, the scene is awesome. I, you know, when we all hang out together, sometimes, you know, I'm like, I get little, like, butterflies, and oh I'm like, I love all of you, and you're all so talented, and... And so, no, it's definitely so friendly and so all together. And I mean, I, I would say, def, you know, we are the, the right now it feels a little bit like we're the bands that are making the music that the other musicians in the scene really love a little bit more than necessarily we're blowing up yeah. on the world stage, you know, alongside Save yeah. Money. But... But that being said, we still feel supported and we still feel the love. It's just, it's just, you know, it, that I, I, I mean, I don't mean to sound complaining, but it's, I think our kind of music or the music that we're interested in making mm -hmm. certainly is a little bit harder to digest <laughs> yeah, and push through. Mm -hmm. And, and so, you know, we're, we're all hustling on that. We're all working on that. And trying to make stuff that is true to us, but that also can cut through and find an audience. And, and meanwhile, we all, you know, have big hug sessions whenever everyone's in town and, you know, throw shows together and have parties together and bake food, make food and have dinners together. And See, all this sounds awesome. I want to, like, yeah. come to these, these, like, baking dinner events where you guys are all jamming. Like, I just picture, like, a big, like, communal... Bake sale at like Constellation or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like low key. Aaron Aaron Kane knows how to make some mean food, um, so um, a lot of people do. Yeah. Maybe we'll set this up, man. Matt like Carroll's a good. He's a good uh, old chef. Matt, Matt Carroll's a. Grill he can master. chef. He's, he's the grill master. <laughs> he's the dad of. Um, <laughs> of <Mero. laughs> yeah. So well, you know, let's seg into that. Let's talk about Meryl for a second, um, if you don't mind. So there's a lot going on with that as well. I feel like I say that in every interview. I've got to stop saying that, but it's true. There is a lot going on with Meryl. So uh, Macy, you know, I was reading your Tribune piece that came out about Meryl, and it really sounded like the experience of like downsizing in terms of just sheer, you know, number of members. Mm -hmm. It it sounds like it's proving freeing. Has that been the case? Totally. I mean, there's you know, when you have eight people in a band, you've got eight different opinions, you know. Um, Again, the Slipknot comparisons. There you go. I just Kids These Days was Slipknot. Chicago's answer. And, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I mean, having having less people is very freeing because you don't feel like you're going to step on anyone's toes as much. And it, it you're able to get things out in the open more than I think. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> well, and you just had a listening party. Is is a full record done or um, kind of bring us into that? Yeah, the full record's done. Um, we had a listening party last night. I'm still recovering from the hangover from <laughs> that was, listening party. It was actually hosted by the event that Seema puts on, um, I Hear Voices, that she was talking about earlier. Yeah, that was... It was rough. Forgot yeah. forgot. You're just listing off all this great food everyone makes, and then you're like, I forgot to eat. I totally No, did. it was, we cooked all day yesterday to make food, and then didn't have time to eat it. Just someone cut the it. cake without telling us. the cake and didn't tell me, didn't tell Seema, who are, we're going to find you. <laughs> just kidding, I'm sorry. Um, so when will we hear that full length? Because we already know there's another full length that's kind of like floating out in the ether, TBA. 
you know it's just i'm i'm a musician i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know when my music's coming out i really don't know you know we're working we're working on that um it's it's coming all right all right the 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 thing that we're being told by a lot of people who you know have a little bit of have 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 a good deal of wisdom on us is be patient slow down a little bit you know obviously make music play shows do all that but um you know things need to gestate and it takes a little while to get like you know right to do it right yeah now i know since both of you guys are so prolific always busy is there anything we haven't covered? Are there any other four other bands that you guys are in as well that we haven't even talked about? What else is on deck for the year? Well, I'm in a I'm I'm in a cool project. Macy plays with um, us sometimes too, called Passerines, which is mm-hmm. the brainchild of Tim Young, who is a, a man. He's a genius and a really really cool um, guitar player, kind of David Longstreth sort of guitar playing. Um, and he writes really cool songs. And he is sort of, I would say, like, in the whole scene, he's kind of like the, the, the new music rocker yeah. the most. It, it is. It's like Even though almost, he would kill me if I called him a rocker because he oh, yeah. doesn't <laughs> want Pastorines to be a rock band at all. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, he, he is like, he's not classically trained, but he taught himself how to, like, read music and write music, sheet music, and, like, it's... The stuff he comes up with is not anything that I would ever think of, which is why it's so cool to me because it's just, it's very unique and super beautiful. Yeah. And um, so there's that. And then I have, I have my own band that um, typically is uh, Lane, Lane Beckstrom from Marrow plays bass and uh, Charles Rumbach is a really great drummer. He's a good friend of mine. Um, and then Dorian Gehring plays guitar and then Liam my brother plays in that band sometimes, and Macy sings with us sometimes too. And I just released I just released a record called "The Wolf That Eats the Sheep" like a year ago. So I didn't just release it's it's been out, but it's kind of one of those self release things. And yeah. you know, I I put out like a fair amount of music just on my own because I make a lot of music, and sometimes I'm I don't know, you know, the music business side can suck, and sometimes I just decide not to do it. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think it's really cool because yes. obviously both of you guys are really you're self-motivated you're ambitious you're not waiting for anyone's permission you're not waiting for anything you're just going and creating and you're letting things catch up to you which i think is the way to do it um anything else we haven't touched on anything else that we need to get out anything you guys want people to know about anything you're doing oh i could tell them about um postdoc well, was that what you're thinking oh no. stinky onion girls <laughs> <laughs> We have a um, we have a show this oh, Wednesday in right. Chicago. At I don't know Emporium. if we'll get this up that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we will have more shows coming up. So um, I mean, I guess all of our social media, mm-hmm. you should follow us. H O M M E. H O M M E. Ladies. Um, so that's like the Facebook and the Twitter and the Instagram, and we're on Tumblr too. That's our website. So. Oh you guys got the whole spread. Yeah. Yeah, that we did that pretty much day 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 two of rehearsal. We were like, let's do this. <laughs> we're um, a band. Seema and Macy of Om. Om. 
I was going to get it right that time, uh, of Ohm, Macy, of Marrow as well, and, and also just a dozen other projects between the two of you guys separately yeah. and together. Um, thank you so much for taking some time. Uh, let's check in, like, let's not wait another four years, you know? Um, let's check in as things are happening, and really, like, thank you guys for taking uh, some time out of your Saturday night to talk about this. Yeah, that was super fun. Thanks for having This has been the Chicago First Unlimited podcast. Thanks to Macy Stewart and Seema Cunningham of Ohm for being on the show this week. You can find more Dynasty podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.